Welcome to the Cultivating Business Growth Podcast, bringing you weekly discussions designed to help you grow your business and create the lifestyle you desire. Elevate your business with proven strategies from CPAs and business advisors. We discuss real-world challenges solved with actionable steps that get you real results, both in business and building the life you desire. Welcome and thank you for joining us for episode number 48 of the Cultivating Business Growth Podcast, brought to you by PJS and Co-CPAs. I'm your host, Megan Spicer, and today we are talking about navigating your passion wisely, why passion is so important in your business, and how to spread that passion throughout your team. So today we are talking with Jamie Johnson. Hi, Jamie. Hey, Meg. How you doing? Oh, good. Feeling more positive today, which is which is good <laughs> in today's environment. <laughs> Trying to turn on some good music and uh, get in a good mood beforehand before we hopped on to record. So yes, absolutely. we had a nice joke before. You know, we were trying to find total title for for this episode. <laughs> Contagious, yeah, so- infectious. Like <laughs> I don't know if those are necessarily great terms right now at this day and age. People are there's like a certain burnout of different vocabulary. You're like, I can't do it. New normal. Like I like I unprecedented. Uncharted. Uncharted. Oh gosh. Yeah. I was on a webinar and she said new normal like I swear like 30 times and I was just like, got it. I am there. Look yeah. Like Every time I hear someone say pivot too, now I think of that Friends episode, pivot, pivot. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was hearing it all the time and that's every time I would think of Ross and Chandler. <laughs> yeah. So we had originally named this episode, uh, Passion is Contagious. But in light of recent events, we wanted to steer clear of any contagion yeah. or <laughs> anything like that. So that's what Jamie's referring to there. And uh Yeah. So it was back to the drawing board a bit because we typically are planning out our topics and what we're trying to talk about unless something comes up, obviously. Uh, But yeah, it was back to the drawing board a bit for for the name of this episode, at least. So today we're talking about passion and more specifically navigating that passion wisely. And I'm happy to have Jamie on. I know all three of you are very passionate and even our team is very passionate about what we're doing here which is, you know, a a component of what we're going to talk about as well. But I am really excited to talk about passion with you because I think you guys show it well and it's not out of any effort to do so. You know, it's just you, you have to find what truly drives you as a business owner. And I think we kind of want to start there. So being a passionate person myself and you know, there are things about my business that I'm very, and when I say my, I mean our, <laughs> um, but there are things that I'm, I'm really passionate about, but I know you guys probably can't believe this, but I'm not passionate about like general accepted accounting principles. And I'm not, <laughs> there are aspects. I'm not passionate about my financial statements, like being, you know, constructed in such a way that is so visually appealing to the business. <laughs> like, those are things I'm not passionate about, but those are yeah. part of my business. What I am passionate about, I I love, love, love helping 
people and I love seeing their success and it's not my success. I'm just simply kind of an additive to what they have already discovered, what they've already um, put into practice. And that I just kind of come in and refine that and help them and, you know, maybe give them more clear direction or whatnot. And it's so fun sitting in the back seat and watching them drive that and, and that success that comes with it. Um, but with every business owner, you can't be passionate about all aspects of your business, right? Mm, yeah. So what is it that like truly drives you and what piece of it are you really passionate about and what, you know, what avenues do you need to kind of brush up and, you know, how do you not be so in the weeds because it's your baby, right? We've talked about being business owner and kind of being in the weeds so much that like you're, we're almost like scared to let go and mm -hmm. we're scared to, to ask for help because what if somebody doesn't do it just how we want to do it? Um, so I think there are th certain things on our business that we can be really passionate about, but there's other things about our business that we're not going to be so passionate about, but you got to balance the two, right? Right. I mean, one is still needed just as much as the other. And, um, you know, you, I mean, think about somebody who like owns a pharmaceutical, um, you know, sales company or something like that. You know, they, they, they didn't sit there at 20 and go, I hope that I own this <laughs> pharmaceutical sales company. Yeah. They might've said, I want to own a business and I want to be a trillionaire or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, we were watching a, a documentary on Simon Cowell. And I mean, he was just like, I, at the end of the day, it was like, I just wanted to be rich. That was what that, I mean, that was, his thing. <laughs> that's a very Simon Cowell. Yeah. Wish. It, it, very, it very much is. But then they also interviewed somebody like Pitbull, right? And yeah. Pitbull came from a very different um, background and perspective and to kind of hear how he navigated his um, journey, you know, up and, and different, um, you know, fights along the way that, that he had to kind of overcome to, to have his success. He comes at it from a much more passionate perspective than like Simon Cowell does, right? Yeah. But my point is, is that that, it, it takes us to be, we have to let passion drive us, but it can't own us. Right. So right. we have to be able to stay motivated by that, but we can't let it consume us where it's the only thing that makes us, us, you know? Yeah. And that's a hard line to, to ride too, because you want to be passionate about what you're doing, obviously. You know, because that passion, that fire is what gonna is what's gonna drive you to push yourself harder every day to do better, to deliver more, you know. But it can also become an obsession pretty quickly. So that's one of the biggest topics that we wanted to talk about in today's episode, because how do you how do you ride that fine line of having that passion and feeling that that inside of you to, you know, you need to to do this every day but not let it completely consume every aspect of your life to where you ignore your other priorities potentially. You know, we talked about self-reflecting a couple episodes back and being able to kind of sit there and really, and really give true analysis to yourself because that's, that's being truthful with yourself. Right. And mm -hmm. also analysis to your business. Um, that's, and that I think those, if you have those things, your passion will likely be profitable that passion is the endurance that we mm -hmm. have to keep going. Right. Right. And so, um, and you have to, you know, that definitely has to be a focal point, but that's complemented by, by so much 
so much more else. But you know, if you have your mindset on on one thing, uh, you know, and you you only can do that thing, and you never self reflect, no, you're probably not going to become profitable because you're so consumed in you know the output, the thought process of somebody else. You can't give it a true analysis of what of what you need, right? Right. And just as you're you're talking about this, this is why I pulled up. If you can't see our screen, but we're screen sharing. Have you seen Parks and Rec? I, you know, it has been many, many years, but yes. <laughs> a long time as we're ago. talking about passion and letting it consume you, Leslie Nope is like the epitome of that. There's this quote: "There's nothing we can't do if we work hard, never sleep, and shirk all other responsibilities in our lives." So that's pretty much like what I think of when you become too passionate about something. It's just. Right. That's that's what happens is you just get so consumed with it. Exactly. And it's it it becomes you yourself. It molds you instead of you molding it. Mm-hmm. You know? And you need to be in the driver's seat. You need to right. be the one molding this and, and molding this business model and how it works and making the decisions. It does not need to be consuming you and how you operate, you know? I mean, it does run both ways. You do need to change. And obviously we learn, you know, various things along the way, um, you know, about, you know, there's all these life lessons constantly, right? That we, that we learn that, that we go, gosh, if I would never have went through this, I would have not been prepared for that. Mm-hmm. And I would not have, and there's some really, there's some really tough decisions. There's some really, but the tough decisions you make the next time you come up to another tough decision I feel like you, you come from a place of confidence. You come from a place of more peace because yeah. you've been there. I mean, gosh, the first time somebody has to like, let somebody go. I mean, Ooh, it's like, that is a knot in my stomach. I don't, that's yeah. just not something I like to do, um, at all, but it still has to be done. And there are still things that we have to do as business owners that are a necessity to the success of our business and such. So, you know, how do you navigate that wisely? And, and what are you, you know, what are you doing to really make sure not that you have a perfect path, but that you have a path to success. Right. And. Well, and I think just being intentional about what you're doing too, because I think we've all been in that spot of, you get so wrapped into what you're doing, whether it's a task during the day or, you know, even a goal that we've set for ourselves and six hours down the line, six weeks down the line, maybe even six months, we look back and we're like, how did that happen? How did I spend that much time doing this and totally ignore this other responsibility that totally fell off my radar or, you know, whatever it was. And just kind of stepping back and taking that time to, intentionally set those boundaries for yourself. Exactly. You know, it's, do you ever like, I have an iPhone. So like at the end of the week, it comes up and it's like, Hey, your screen time last oh, week I hate that. down 14% <laughs> from last week. And whenever yeah. it goes down, I'm like, yeah, yay. yeah, <laughs> I'm super loud. Right. Yeah. Then there are times where it's like, Oh shoot. Oh yeah. Really that, that jumped. I mean, electronics are like kind of like 
the prime example, I feel like in today's society, you know, things can really, especially when we're passionate or we feel, even if you're passionate about like, I need to decompress for a second and it's been a long day at work and I just need to be able to just kind of come down. Sometimes you don't get those choices and you kind of have to kind of adult up <laughs> and, and prioritize. And you know what? You're always glad you did it. You're never glad. You're never like, oh, wish I would have spent less time with my kids tonight, right? <laughs> or house, or whatever it is. You know, I think from you know, for me, being a passionate person, like it's it is it's strong emotions. Like there are times I'll get going, and my mom is. I I'd like to think I have a little bit of my mom in me, who's calm and she's very sound, and she's you know. I've never really, I can count on one hand, like how many times that I've ever seen her scene get hourly upset at another person, you know, oh, like wow. family. Um, she's very, she's very wise and everything. And so I'd like to think that I have a little bit, but there are times that I'll talk to her and I'm like, I'll get worked up about something and the emotions and I'll get passionate. And she's yeah. like, you need to calm down. <laughs> Because it's overtaking, I can tell that it's overtaking your mind and I can tell that you're, because it doesn't set, it it just, my mind doesn't rest. Right. So yeah. you know, I really like your word of intentional. I have to be intentional to take, you know, four steps back and go chill out. Like you really need to just chill out. So I think holding those, you know, strong emotions back. And when we are passionate about it, you know, sometimes if somebody doesn't see our perspective, it can be very deflating. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's when you just, you do have to navigate that wisely and really give it a, a good look, be open to the criticism and be open to, I think if we're open to it, we can be honest with ourselves. Doesn't mean that you have to know that everybody else is right or think everybody else is right. But I think when you give it that honest look and you're able to take that criticism in, no matter how hard that may be you really can get to a more sound place and keeping those emotions in check and keeping that passion and driving it. And if you need to pivot or if you need to, you know, pivot a different way, if you need to, um, you know, change up how you're handling something or, you know what I mean? Or just, just gain perspective, right? Having that time to kind of stop and to know your boundaries and to know that about you and also to listen and trust you know, I don't care if it's a parent who's honest with you, um, for, for you to truly listen, even if it's not what you want to hear, Yeah, because I feel like taking that in polishes those edges as opposed to just being full force ahead. Um, mm -hmm. if I would have had a mom that was just like, you go, you do this, you, you know, like my mom was always an encourager. My mom always believed in me, but my mom was not out there going, I don't care if they don't like it. I was not her. Jamie, yeah. you got to know this about yourself. That's what she would tell me. You have to know that about yourself. And that's not a negative thing. That's mm -hmm. a positive thing, just as much as a negative is thing. Um, so that's what I do, you know, and I try to be really intentional that when I'm with my kids, I'm with my kids. And when I'm with Adam, I'm with Adam. Um, and when I'm here, um, there's other things I can do to really, um, just get my work done. And when you kind of prioritize that, because we all have days where we're like, I didn't get anything done. I felt completely productive, but I, it's like, I only worked three hours. I felt like I worked like nine, you know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. those days. Um, 
but it's the days that you're super intentional that, you know, you're structured and you're, you know, um, you just know that you, you plan you as opposed to being reactive, you're just that proactive, um, towards what you can do and what you're trying to achieve, whether it be that day, that week, that month, whatever it is. Um, so, I mean, that's, that's what I do. And I am by no means perfect. Like I will sit here and tell you, there are so many times I pick up my phone and I'm like, put my phone down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. well, we're not robots, so I don't, <laughs> I haven't met a person that is perfect yet. So, um, so it kind of in line with that, you know, obviously reigning in your passion and kind of reading the room almost as far as like, when is it appropriate? When is it not? In addition to that, being passionate can also, and I, I have this tendency too, of being a workaholic and like wanting to work on something. Like I could work all day if the kids didn't need to eat, <laughs> <You know? laughs> but I have to take breaks to make peanut butter and jelly sometimes. So um, how do you minimize burnout when it comes to being passionate about what you're doing? And I mean, really loving what you do because it can, that side of it can consume you too, as far as just getting roped into working all the time. But then you come up for air and you're like, oh my gosh, I've worked all week. I've worked so many hours plus doing all the stuff at home that needs to be done. Like, how do you, how do you manage that? I think one way you do it is through communication. Um, and maybe it's communicating with yourself. Maybe it's communicating with your spouse. Maybe it's communicating, um, with your team, whatever it is. Um, I think, you know, from that communication, from a work perspective, that delegation perspective, even though sometimes us as business owners don't want to um, relinquish control of something because we're so fearful, right? And fear kind of paralyzes us, right? Um, so I think minimizing that burnout is just, you know, being able to communicate, okay, I got this, this is my schedule, this is what I'm hoping to, um, you know, this is what I can see, maybe not you know, I may need to spend a little bit more time on this. Are you okay with that? I think minimizing your burnout is that that communication piece is, is, is key. But I also think that delegation key, which I know we did another podcast on, on delegating. And if you're a bad delegator, like I would encourage you to go and, and to listen to that because that's huge in freeing up your time. Like you're only one person, you only have so much capacity and you're going to burn out. Plus the business needs you to lead and you can't lead if you're always in the weeds. Mm -hmm. And so I think by delegating that out, communicating, like there are times that, you know, if we've kind of got a, a different day or a different plan, you know, Adam might say, I got this going on, but I'm, I may need to do this. And I think just by preparing both of our minds where we need to be, even in this whole quarantine, we're all working within four walls, right? And I think just that communication P, this is where I'm at. And yeah. you know, guys are always the first communication. Um, so I think that burnout, you're going to get experienced burnout at some point in time. Like it's just inevitable um, in what you do. But I think having that passion is what keeps the endurance going. Mm -hmm. And But being so consumed with that passion maximizes the burnout. And it also doesn't allow you to grow the way the business needs to grow. It, it really limits, it really limits you and it really limits the business. 
So um, just really kind of putting that, those two and, and always thinking, okay, how do, maybe how do I free up my time? Maybe every month you look back and you go, you know, what did I, sp- track your time. Try, and you, people might go, oh, that's such a bad idea. But sometimes you just really need to see, I really need to see my screen time. And mm-hmm. I need to know that I spent way too much. And maybe I didn't feel like it, but I did. It's like our budgets, right? When we put our budgets together for the business, we don't think we're spending all this money on supplies or whatever it may be. But when we actually see it laid out on paper, when we start tracking these things, mm-hmm. it becomes very clear and very apparent where the red flags are. So that's a good point. And actually putting that stuff down on paper or a spreadsheet or whatever it may be, you know, you don't have to do it old school pen and paper, but now, so I also wanted to ask, like, do you have certain times during the day that you try to like actually schedule in time away from work? Like, does that help you at all? Or do you practice that? I'd like to think I do. Um, (laughs) You know, I'm not going to lie. It's been a little, it, it, it's been really difficult more so with everyone here. Um, there's just a constant, you know, acclimation to changing circumstances continually. Yeah. Um, but on a typical, I will not even use the term new normal. Don't, don't, uh, don't go there. <laughs> I will not go there. I promise. Um, but what that does I I do try to kind of have a goal that like if my kids are at the sitters or, um, you know, if they're being watched here or whatever, that when that, you know, whatever I schedule that time, that's my time. And if I don't get it done, that's my own problem. Like that's not their problem. Hmm. And so I really try to schedule that time and say, this is what I'm doing. And I think as we're talking about this, I think a key thing as I, as I'm talking about all this passion is like, is also valuing your passion mm-hmm. and making sure that you're placing value on it. Because if you don't place value on it, no one else is going to place value on it. Right. Yeah. And so it's really important that if you value your passion that you do, you keep those things in check and you're minimizing the burnout and you're delegating and you're, you're doing those really hard things that sometimes are really, they're really tough and, uh, but they're definitely monumental and freeing up your time. How do I, okay, so let's take my five hours. I don't, out of the month and I want to, you know, let's allocate it to reading a new book, to listening to a separate podcast, to giving yourself quiet time space, right? Mm-hmm. Um, whatever that is, that's going to help you as an individual and it's going to help the business too. Yeah. No, that totally makes sense. And I I love that point of taking care of your passion. Like you have to protect it and make sure that it stays around. Because if you do just keep going and you hit that burnout, you're not going to have it anymore. That flame is going to go out because you'll just be so over it that it's gone. So I think all of these safeguards are important to put into place. The next thing that we wanted to talk about is sharing that passion. Because as a business owner, we're going to have to expand beyond us at some point. If you want to scale your business, if you want to grow your business, um, you're going to need a team to support you. And we want to talk a little bit about sharing that passion with others and finding the right people. People, people make you or break you. I mean, they really do because people are important. And uh, when you value them 
And I'm not talking about giving way to all their thoughts and their concerns and you know what I mean? And just, but when you hear them, when you listen to them, when you reward them for doing, um, you know, great things, when they're not even looking for it, um, you have to take care of your people. You also can't just crush them with work. You know, you have your best people, you got to be able to take care of them and, and everything. So, I mean, I want to work for somebody who appreciates. And I think that's a big component and it kind of goes back to that value in your passion, because if you Mm -hmm. value that and that's your baby and you want to take care of it, you're going to take care of all the things around it. There's going to come up, you know, not everybody's always going to work out and not everybody's always going to be um, just that amazing, pivotal employee, right? But they're out there. And, you know, there are people that, you know, maybe want freedom with their job or, you know, to be able to innovate, or maybe they want to, they're willing to take on more. And I think you have to be able, you know, we talked about innovation and how it comes in challenge. So maybe that job opportunity isn't exactly everything you dreamed of, but how can you innovate and add value to your role and to that business? And, and you see, it's, it's, it's a big ripple effect. It's like a, it's like a, rock in a pond, you throw it in there and that ripple effect just goes out and you start affecting more people than yourself. And just by you, um, you know, providing jobs and, you know, when my dad sold his business, I kind of step back and, you know, we don't get all mushy gushy in my family a whole lot and everything, but I just looked at him and I go, do you know how many jobs over the course of these last 60 years do you know how many times that you came through for so many customers? Like when well, you think yeah. about that relationally and, and it wasn't my dad going to work every day going, want to haul some more fuel, but it was about the people. It was about the people that worked for him. And it was about the people that he served um, and that he, the pride that he took in his service. And it didn't matter if he was fixing an, an ammonia tank bottle on a, a nurse tank or if he was out meeting with a customer, both got the same care and both, um, both got the same value. And, you know, one did not suffer on any, on any, um, level. So have you ever heard somebody talk and you go, I can't relate to anything, but holy cow, they love what they do. Mm -hmm. They really love what they do. And I, people will tell you, I can hear it in your voice. And I love when they can hear it in my voice that, I care about them and I care about the results that it's not about me having this account or, you know, having the business or anything like that, but it's about them getting where they need to go Mm -hmm. and they care that I care. And that's an important, important thing to me because it causes others to care more too. Yeah. And to value themselves. Yeah. If you're able to share your passion with someone and bring them along that journey with you and help them understand why you feel passionate about it or help them feel good about what they're doing for the clients too. Or, you know, just help them see that, that, that you're able to help people. And that's the the main mission of your company or whatever it may be. Like that passion is going to shine through. And I've worked with business owners that you can tell they've kind of lost that passion. And then I've worked for, for business owners that, they're 20 years in and they love it just as much as day one. And there is such a vast difference between having a meeting and 
working alongside someone that that passion and that fire has gone out and someone who gets up every morning and is excited about what they're doing. Like mm-hmm. the, the amount of effort and the amount of excitement that you feel coming into that situation and wanting to push the business forward. Like you want to be the business owner that wakes up with that passion and you're able to communicate that excitement about what you're doing with your employees and bring them with you and make them feel that they're a part of that. And also make your clients feel like they're a part of that. Like that inclusive nature and helping them feel that is huge. I mean, obviously results matter. You, you want to deliver on what you're supposed to be doing as a service-based business owner. And, you know, there, there's certain things that you deliverables that you have to, to give them. But that passion is such a huge component of being an effective business owner and an effective leader. Well, it breeds loyalty. Oh, yeah. you know, it really breeds loyalty that when when tough times come, when they when you need a little bit more out of them, when you when you whatever it is they're there and they're like, I'm with you. Like I'm, I am side by side right here. Like, what do we got to do? And the thing is, is you don't have to, there's no price tag on that. Right. And when you have those loyal people that see that your focus isn't the success in yourself, but the success in others and the success in your other business, I think that's the thing that people want to be part of. They want to be part of something way bigger than themselves. Yep. Right? Yep. I mean, you have your Simon Cowles of the world that just want to be a millionaire and they don't care who they have to step on to do it. Yeah. But I guarantee you people are a lot more like even just the way I'm, I mean, I'm not even that I'm a huge Pitbull fan, but it was just interesting when we watched that. Like, I bet you there are people that are so incredibly loyal to Pitbull, not because he's a millionaire or anything else, but they were with him and he was good to them. Mm-hmm. Not when things were fantastic, but he, but he was good to them. You know, when, when things were tough yeah. um, versus Simon Cowell, I can't imagine that how many people are actually loyal um, to him. Maybe Sharon Osborne, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Unless he's different off screen. Maybe that's just a, yeah. a personality just, he puts on for the camera, but yeah, yeah if he's anything like he is on camera. Is. But I can't say that's something that I think is in a successful leader. You know, a successful leader is able to influence and is able to portray something very different um, than it doesn't take on a selfish tone. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think communication too. I wanted to touch on that before we wrap up here because communication is an important aspect of sharing that passion too. You have to be able to effectively communicate. Again, we were talking about that when it came to boundaries. And I think that was a fantastic uh, point that you made about being able to communicate with your team, with your family and of help of set boundaries and avoid that burnout by having communicate, you know, effective communication skills. But that's important in effectively communicating your passion, which should be tied into the mission of your company and attracting the right people for your team. Because you're going to see the people that light up when you talk about that passion and you're going to attract the same people that have those values and want to be a part of that bigger picture that you were mentioning. Exactly. I mean, when they see you be better, they want to be better, you know, and when you see them be better, you want to be better. I mean, it's just, it is a, it is a piece that, that is, it's, it's a contagious, um, it is contagious. 
I mean, sharing, contagious, <laughs> whatever you want to do, right? But, but it is. And it doesn't mean you have to say a bunch of words that, you know, constantly talking to them. It doesn't, you know, every person has different personalities. So don't think you have to mold yourself into something that you're not. But, you know, everybody's got a different way in which they show appreciation, which they verbalize appreciation, which that they, you know, are able to kind of withstand criticism and, you know, everything that comes along the way. Um, they're going to see how they react, how you react to them, you know, as a leader. And, you know, I want I want to I want to follow somebody who is strong and does what they say they're going to do. Right. Right. I yeah. want you know, that's what I want. Somebody who inspires me doesn't just, you know, make a million bucks and doesn't care. And that, you know what I mean? That just, that's, that's fine. So you're a millionaire with what, what have you gained? Right. A lot of money, a lot of financial security. And that's, that's great. But um, I mean, I guess if that's what your goal is, then you've made it, I guess. I just, I see the value in people um, and the value we're able to transpose from us into others. And this is our chance. Yeah. I mean, that's a great point. I think that's a, a fantastic way to, to sum it up and seeing the value in people and sharing that passion and not only with a team, but with clients and, you know, as many people as you can impact in a positive way with that passion. Right. So you don't want to be person where somebody calls up and you're like, I do not. I just want to mute this net call. I don't want to answer it. <laughs> I want to be the call that goes, Hey, Jamie's calling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's the call I want to be, you know, whether even your vendors, even, you know, no matter what it is, whoever you see, like you got it. Like, you know, it's cause it's amazing what all comes back full circle when you're going to need others. Right. Right. And I think that passion is like that zest for life too. Like just a, that fun aspect too. Like, are you having fun with what you're doing? Is life fun for you? Or do you constantly feel like you're just trudging through everything? You know, like there, there needs to be that, like that fun aspect. Your business should have elements of fun in it. Your life should have elements of fun. Obviously not all of it because life is hard. We all know that. You have um, to adult. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But I, I think they're all interrelated. You know, wanting something and actually doing it are two different things. And I think you really have to kind of step back and understand what you want, what that means. You know, I know we talked a lot about that with the innovation episode. Mm-hmm. That was four three. Um, that... That, that, that's great. The planning period is great. But when do you put it into motion? And how do you, how do you translate that? How do you, you know, have you ever, that's not what I meant. Have you ever said, like said something or typed something or, or vocalized it or anything? And you go, yeah, no, hold on. Wait, that's not what I meant. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think there's that, that point of, you know, you can't wait for everybody to also interpret what you're saying and what your passion is, but to really put forth your best effort to display that passion and to let that motivate you and endure for whatever it is that you want to do. Perfect. Well, we hope you enjoyed today's discussion about passion and ways to navigate that in a positive way. 
maybe some parameters that you can put around yourself to protect that passion and keep that alive so that you can share it with others. So if you enjoyed this episode, please, please feel free to share it with anyone who you think might benefit from listening and hop on and give us a rating. Give us a review. We'd love to hear from you. Send us your questions. We can be reached at info at pjscpas.com. And we would love, love, love to hear from you. So reach out. We love talking to you every week and we look forward to speaking with you next week. Jamie, do you have anything else that you'd like to, to throw in before we wrap up today's episode? No, I think I'm good to go. <laughs> I'll know when to shut it off here. <laughs> <laughs> Read the room. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, on that note, we will wrap it up for today. Thank you so much for joining us. Keep that momentum going and we will see you next week. This has been another episode of the Cultivating Business Growth Podcast. If you found this episode helpful, please subscribe, rate, and review. Gain access to additional free resources and learning opportunities by visiting pjscpas.com forward slash podcast.